Believe in yourself, cause it starts with you, and then everyone else will believe you too. And if it looks like you're the only believer around, just keep on believing, don't put yourself down, just believe. Our guest this week grew up in Detroit. And from 1985 to 2013, she was a school administrator at various Detroit schools. In 2007, she lost her son, Jacoby Ra, at age two to a hit-and-run driver. In 2016, she founded the Avalon Village, a sustainable eco-village consisting of more than 40 parcels of land in Highland Park. In 2021, once again tragically, she lost her 23-year-old son, Chinyalu, to murder. Her name, Shamayan Mamashu Harris. And I'm Jack Rasula, and this is Anything is Possible on 760 WJR. I'm Jack Rasula, this is Anything is Possible, and we're talking to Shamayam Mamashu Harris, a modern-day Eleanor Josaitis for the city of Detroit in Highland Park. Mamashu, welcome, an honor to have you. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. I am honored to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Can we start by talking about your childhood, your mom and your dad? (laughs) My mom and my dad. So my dad's name is Stanley. My mom's name is Christine. She's an ancestor. Uh, She's been gone since she was 48 years old, um, uh, 1995. But um, actually, I take care of my dad. I'm guardianship over my dad right now, and he lives with me in Highland Park. And... um, I went to Detroit Public Schools, and um, I also went to a Catholic school uh, mm-hmm. for a few years as well, and uh, graduated from Kettering High School in Detroit, and uh, lived on the east side all my life, um, and um, lived on the west side to some different spaces and uh, different schools, and um, ended up in Highland Park. Ended up in Highland Park to do business and live. Um, I was born in Highland Park, though, in uh, 65 at Detroit Osteopathic Hospital, which doesn't exist anymore. So, yeah. What's the biggest thing, Mama Shu, you learned from mom? And what's the biggest thing you learned from dad? So the biggest thing I learned from my dad was is that we went, we're, he told me, he said, we're winners. And my mom told me that I can do whatever it is that I want to do. And she said, I can do it in my own way. She said, it doesn't have to look like everybody else's. She said, you can just make it look like how you want to and how you feel it should look. So she really taught me to be um, individual and just be creative in my own space. And boy, you took that. I mean, you you love bright colors. <laughs> You're a... Walking Christmas tree, okay? <laughs> Roy, I don't know where she shops and how much money it costs you, her husband, Roy, but you are a walking Christmas tree, okay? Yes, thank you. All right. You, you attended Wayne State University, studied psychology, and then from 85 to 2013, you were a school administrator at various Detroit public schools. Yes, I was. So for 30 years, you were around kids, mm-hmm. still around kids. Mm-hmm. How did the kids change over those years, Mama Shu? Oh, my goodness. Um, the children um, have changed a lot. Well, you know, we didn't have uh, the Internet thing going on so much. And so, um, to me, the children were more... Um, 
I don't know. They were more um, attached to the outside. Uh, they liked to play more. They were a little bit more, to me, creative because they had to make certain things happen. They didn't have the things of today right now. And uh, they made do with what they had. Uh, that's one of the things that I noticed about uh, the children. I think that they were a little less uh, spoiled, too, you know. <laughs> um, kids today, mm -hmm. what do they want and what do they need? Well, kids today in my, uh, they need love, they need care, and they need to feel safe. Um, that is my goal. Um, that is what they need in order to be productive uh, people in society. Um, they need to be trained. They need to be trained to, um, you know, be respectful, to have manners, just real old school stuff. That's the kind of stuff that we like to share. Those are the type of things that we want to see our children really kind of like some old school stuff. You know, back in the day, some of the beliefs that we held, um, you know, about children and how special they were. And I think that they should be treated that way. We're talking to Mama Shoe Harris, and as you can already gather, she is a master at tough love, but she does it in a phenomenally nice way. Mm -hmm. All right, Mama Shoe. In the Indian community, the Chinese community, there's a culture of education. It, it's a religion. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, gonna, you're going to thrive and get a great education. How do we get that same culture into our inner cities? So where we are in Highland Park, unfortunately, um, a lot of our schools uh, have closed down. We only have one school, and uh, it's Barber Preparatory Academy. And I was on the Board of Ed, actually. I just finished my four-year term. I was president, and I just got done. Maybe like a couple of weeks ago, my term ended. And uh, we only have one school, and we have one other chartered school. And uh, they went up on the emergency management. Uh, they were sold, or some of the high school was tore down. One thing I know that our community needs is we need a school. We need more schools. We need educational um uh, support systems and some of the things in the village is some of the things that we have made sure that we built there for the children because the lack of all of that the library is closed uh, in Highland Park unfortunately and so um, it's tough it's tough in our city right now as it relates to uh, education um, I see beautiful things um, gonna happen later on high school will be built um, later on but right now we only have two schools um, no library and uh, uh, it's just it's just to me a, a, a city without children milling around um, is I don't know it's just unheard of they bring about um, the beauty and everything they're the they're the creative energy they keep things going they're the next generation to take over things and um, I just didn't see that and that was one of the reasons why I built the homework house in um, the village in Avalon Village for it to be the very first entity that I built is because I felt that in any town that you go live in families who are building families they go and they look for a place for their children to go to school they're looking at libraries all children's centered activities what's going on for the children they want them to live in a neighborhood that um, nurtures children and has has a space for them and so that's the first thing that I had to create the homework house in the village uh, to create a space for the children first that was number one we're talking to Mama Shuhiris the founder of 
the Avalon Village. If you want to learn more, www.theavalonvillage.org. God blessed her with four children. Yes. And in 2007, he needed one of them. Jacoby Ryan. And when we come back, we'll talk about Jacoby. Okay. And I'm Jack Rasul, and this is Anything is Possible on 760-WJR. Welcome back to Anything is Possible. I'm Jack Crisula with Mama Shoe Harris. Your baby, the fourth. You had two daughters, two sons. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Ra, take us back 2007. He's two years old. Jacoby Ra, my, my, uh, his name, Jacoby, means star, and Ra is Egyptian god of the sun, so it's Jacoby Ra. Um, so... Uh, on um, September the 23rd, unfortunately, Jacoby was uh, killed by a hit-and-run driver. He was two years, one month, and six days old. Um, he was holding the hand of his brother, Chinyelu, crossing the street, and they were going to go and go play. I was on my way to um, a shop that I had in Highland Park called The Black Hole at the time, and um, up on Woodward Avenue, and uh, I got to work early, uh, around 11-something, um, that's when we opened, and next thing you know what, I saw everybody just running up because it was only um, a few blocks away from uh, the shop. And they ran up and they said, Jacoby was hit. They hit him. And um, I remember Chinyelu telling me that um, they they tore him out of my hand. So what happened was is that the car kind of swiped the baby out of Chin's hand as they were walking across the street. It was a, a speeding uh, driver. Uh, he did do uh, three to 15 years. He ended up, he did the minimum. He did three years. And uh, yeah, that's what happened. It just changed my life. You forgave him. Yeah. Yeah, I forgave him. Well, the thing about it is, is that he was a neighbor down on the third block of uh, Rhode Island Street. We were living on Rhode Island at the time in Highland Park. And uh, he probably couldn't get away from it anyway he just ran and so I knew that he didn't just come out and say hey I'm just gonna go and I'm just gonna hit a baby I'm just gonna go and just do a hit and run driver I knew that it was a mistake um, the only thing is is that he had to be accountable you can't run away and that was the thing that actually sent him to prison to do to 3 to 15 is because he left the scene of an accident, I said, that re- re- resulted in bodily harm or death. That was actually the um, the charge. But uh, I knew it was a mistake. And um, I didn't like the part that you left him in the street and you just left and, and, and ran away from the problem. <clears throat> uh, he did eventually um, go and uh, turn himself in, and, and then th- everything started to happen in the court proceedings and all of that. I've heard it said many times that one of the hardest things for a parent, especially a mom, is to lose a child. If there's a listener tonight that says, Mama Shu, I've just lost a son, a daughter. My pain is indescribable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can go on. What do you say to that parent? You know, I, I think I would be real, real practical with it, and I would say, you know, that pain is probably going to be real, real intense for about three to four years, real hard. You're really going to think about your child every single day. But it is bearable. 
and I would show them that it is bearable because I'm still here. Um, and it's something that will always be there and you just got to get used to it because that's what uh, the creator wanted at that time. They wanted your baby back. And so sometimes you just got <clears> to <throat> you just got to go ahead and um, move on and just get with that fact. But if you wake up the next day after it, you're invincible like me. All right. Speaking of invincible. Yeah. Talk about the people of Highland Park. <laughs> The people of Highland Park, we're real resilient. We make things happen with just little or, or nothing. You know, um, we love our city. We love the people in it. Um, we're willing to do whatever it is to uh, just build and make things better. Um, beautiful neighbors. Uh, uh, just and, and, and right now, it just seems like everybody is uh, really trying to create and really come together. We have a new... Um, mayor right now so people are really excited about the possibilities of that and so yeah Highland Park people are they're kind of tough you know real tough actually <laughs> but quite resilient all right in 2009 you bought the first house yes today you've got 40 parcels but you paid three thousand dollars for this abandoned house paint for us a picture of Avalon Park in 2009 Ooh-wee, Avalon Village in 2009 was full of blighted houses. It was some that was burned down. It was boats in the, um, in the vacant lots. It was just debris everywhere. There were mattresses. Um, and there were about maybe, I'm going to say about maybe 10 to 12 residents that were still holding on and still living there. Actually, when I was living there, one of the houses actually caught fire. And uh, I actually bought that house to um, 75 Avalon to build a school in that in that space. But yeah, that's how it looked. It didn't look attractive at all. And it actually looked like it just looked unloved, like nobody even wanted to deal with it um, at the time. And it just kept going down. All right. There's a saying that it takes a village to raise a child. We're with Mama Sue Harris and her husband, Roy. Roy, she is a one woman village. She, amen. Okay. Yes, dear. All right. Yes, dear. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, tell us about Avalon Village today. Okay, Avalon Village today. So after we got that one house, uh, which is the main house, um, uh, 24 Avalon, we got that. We just began to purchase other properties, but also we built Jacoby Ra Park, um, a park after my son, um, simultaneously when I got that very first house. And uh, we began to clean up the blocks, um, one by one, I'm sorry, the, the, the lots, one by one. And so it took about eight, nine years to actually clean up the block. So I just basically every summer, I would get the guys at the rescue mission, um, the children, they would get community service hours. I worked in the school system, so I got my students, hey, come over, let's clean up this block. And um, I give, you know, made lunch for them, um, give a couple of dollars to the guys at the rescue mission for helping. And this is how we got the block initially cleaned. And it was a, it took a long time to actually make that happen. And we cleaned the two alleys too that was joining uh, the block. And uh, it's between Woodward and Second Avenue. So right now we have um, 
everything's well manicured on the whole block. Uh, we have a, a homework house for the children. We have a STEM lab. We have actually five solar street lights with Wi-Fi capabilities. Uh, in 2011, Highland Park lost its lights um, on the uh, side streets and all the the neighborhood streets and so Avalon uh, Village is the first relit block in Highland Park since they uh, repossessed the lights. Um, we also have, um, we were on the Ellen Show back in uh, 2016. And What she a name dropper we got here, Mark. You know, oh. <laughs> I got to say that part. <laughs> but she donated... Um, a building, it's a house, and we use it as village hall, just like every city has to have a city hall, a place where you handle your business and welcome visitors and all of that. And so um, we use that uh, for that. So we have that building. We have the homework house, which has geothermal, heating and cooling, and um, solar as well. Uh, we also have a, our economical system for the village is uh, the Goddess Marketplace, which is um, a shipping container business. And we're building out one right now called the Wine and Tea Shop, W-H-I-N-E and Tea Shop. And so basically those are some of the things that are in place, Jacoby Rob Park. And then we also did um, a, a, a basketball court. It's called My Three Sons Basketball Court. And it's named after my sons uh, that were uh, killed. And so they, we put a beautiful mural on the um, basketball court, too. So uh, we're hoping to expand and get, the, get a fence around it and also add bleachers and all of that for the rest. But those are some of the wonderful things that we got going on in the village right now. And so it definitely looks 100 percent different than before. No, a thousand times different. Thousand. Okay. All right. <laughs> 2009, I think you paid 3000 for the first place. Right. This homework house took you five years of work. Yeah. And Roy, he, she just added, instead of 3000 a couple more zeros, 300000 <laughs> How'd you ever get 300000 to create the homework house? <laughs> so the homework house back in uh, 2016, when we were just uh, starting, I'm like, I'm going to build a village. The first thing we're going to do is build the homework house. So my team, we had to do a fundraiser, and we did a fundraiser through Kickstarter. And I remember having a conversation with my team. Uh, they were like, well, well, should we raise about 50000 And I'm like, 50000 ain't going to be enough. And so I, rem I heard my son, the baby boy, Jacoby Ra, and he said, big, and he said it three times. I just heard him say, big, 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 over my uh, right shoulder. And I'm like, okay. I said, you know what? We're going to raise, um, let's go. We need at least a quarter of a million to start. So we picked a number. The number was $241,900. And we did this whole campaign for 30 days. Um, uh, oh my God, we were just, it was just a whole, just a campaign, Robin Swartz. She helps me with my PR. She was uh, uh, pushing it. Um, the first story that came out was um, Charlie LaDuff. And when Charlie LaDuff did the first initial story of me building the village, it just really just went like uh, wildfire after that. And uh, we raised the money and uh, we raised uh, the uh, the two forty one nine we ended up raising two hundred and forty three thousand six hundred and ninety one dollars in the thirty days and that was to help to initiate building the village and that's how we started. We're talking to Mama Sue Harris and if she ever built got a little enthusiasm about her she'd be pretty good you know. <laughs> and I'm Jack Rasula and this is Anything Is Possible on seven sixty W J R.
This is Anything is Possible. I'm your host, Jack Crisula, and we're with the incomparable Mama Shoe Harris. If you want to help, and you got to help, www.theavalonvillage.org. Roy, I'm afraid to ask, but Mama Shoe, what's next? <laughs> What's That's like next? throwing kerosene on the fire, Roy. Okay. Oh, my God. So we did get, this is something that kind of happened kind of cool before What's Next, is that we got the street changed to Avalon Village. So the street lines have been officially changed by uh, the Highland Park uh, City Council. They did a resolution, and they passed it. And so the block is now called Avalon Village between Woodward and Second, and the signs are up. But What's Next is, uh, next summer, we're aiming to build... Um, a tennis court, uh, put a big fence around it, and build the children um, a new basketball, uh, I'm sorry, a new um, playground, and then put the, the bleachers inside. Of So all of that, basically that will complete um, the, the homework house is complete, and that will complete my plans for the children's activity courts. So that's what I'm looking forward to, and I'm looking forward to... Um, Putting the rest of the cement, we've got to cement the other half of the block so that the cracked cement could be fixed. We did half of the block last year. We're going to do that. That's uh, We're looking forward to that as well. So those are like some big uh, things that um, I'm working on to hopefully can pop off this spring, uh, depending on just funding and things like that. But that's on my wish list. There's a lot of fabulous things about you. One is there's a heroic character to your personality. Okay? Okay. God's ways are not our ways. January 26th, 2021. For whatever reason, he'll tell you when you meet him. Mm -hmm. He decides, I want your second son, 23-year-old Chinye Lu. What happened? Oh, boy, that right there, that was really, really a hard one, um, especially after Jacoby died in 2007 and then many years later, for the uh, my second um, and oldest son, uh, Chinyelu, to uh, pass. But anyway, he was murdered. Um, he was shot to death. Um, he was shot five times. And I actually um, heard it, and I went out. Um, I was actually on a Board of Education call at that time, Zoom call, and I heard the shots fire. And he was actually sitting in his truck, like he normally does, and he does security. And he was watching over, you know, the, the truck was across the street. He was pointed to our house. And uh, where he always, and even if, when I come off on the porch, I wave. He gets out the truck and waves his hand. This was like our normal thing. But that evening, um, it was about 6.30, and uh, I heard the gunshots, and I ran out and um, got on the porch, and I just started calling his name. And um, I ended up getting a call. Uh, as said that he had uh, ran out the car and he ran he died on the next block uh, over to his friend's house and he collapsed in the in the doorway and he died um, so yeah that was a uh, that was devastating and actually it still is uh, next Thursday is actually two whole years that mm -hmm. Chinyela will be gone mm -hmm. yeah so that is something that is fresh so remember I, I said before with Jacoby it's like three years three four years <clears throat> It always still hurts, but the intensity of it. So I'm in the intense part of, because I recognize uh, this pain and um, 
I can kind of navigate my way through it a little bit better uh, now. It doesn't it, it doesn't hurt less, but it's like, okay, this is this. I know how this feels, so I'm just going to go ahead and work um, this off as well and, and, and just do my best to get through this. So... Yeah, that's what um, that's what happened. If there's a listener, Mama Shu tonight, that says, "Mama Shu, I've just lost a son to fentanyl, and I hate God. I hate him. I can't forgive him. I respect you, Mama Shu, but w- what's wrong with you? You still love God. Why?" Well, I think that I think that Chinyelu and I think Jacoby, I think that they had their own spiritual paths. And I think that um, whatever agreement that they had with the creator, I think that uh, that time was up. And um, I don't believe I have any control over that, uh, what their journey is. Like mine, nobody has any control over what my journey is and how long it'll last. And I think that they lived a full life no matter if it was two years, one month, and six days old, or whether it was um, <clears throat> uh, 23 years that Chinyelu was here. I think that uh, they had other places to go and other things to do. Um, and I think that the creator just has a, a, a say over that. And so, um, yeah, I think that they're still living their lives the way that they live their lives in the spirit world. We're talking to Mama Shu Harris. Someday, God's going to look you in the eye and Mm -hmm. say, well done, good and faithful servant. (laughs) And those two sons are going to be next to him. Yes. And everybody in heaven is going to be there welcoming Mama Shoe Harris. (laughs) And I'm Jack Crisula, and this is Anything is Possible on 760 WJR. Jack Krizula, host of WJR's Anything is Possible, the weekly radio visit, brings his 15 years of inspirational storytelling to hardcover. With God, anything is possible. Anything is possible. 15 of Jack's more than 750 tales of defeating odds and achieving the extraordinary. Like Bob Woodruff, whose job covering the war in Iraq nearly cost him his life. And Nick Vujicic, the limbless evangelist who has stunned millions with his message of acceptance and grace. With God, anything is possible. Order now while signed copies are still available at trustinusllc.square.site. That's trustinusllc.square.site. And as Jack says, Make it a great week because with God, anything is possible. Spohol. I'm Jack Rasula. This is Anything is Possible, and we're talking to Mama Shoe Harris, a phenomenal human being and a walking Christmas tree. I've been blessed to have this show for 18 years, 925 guests. I've always said I'm not the host, I'm the beneficiary. And once in a while, I've had a person where the strength, the sheer will of their personality, their, their being, their heart, just changed Everybody around them. One was Eleanor Jositis. One was my hero, Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub. You're one of those people. Wow. 
How do we get that? <laughs> Look, how do you get that? Man, some stuff you just got to... You selling that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Don't Look, don't sweat the small stuff for real. That's one of the things, I swear. You cannot just uh, um, be able to move on and... And I don't know, somehow you're just going to have to make lemonade out of a lot of this stuff that goes on <laughs> to keep it going. Who knows? You just got to just stay strict and stay focused. And um, I just been able to, to to have a focus to be able to um, work the grief off, um, to stay focused and still stay passionate and uh, disciplined on what it is that I actually want to uh, continue to create. The late, great Robert Schuller, Our Power, the Crystal Cathedral in Los Angeles, he had the possibility thinker's creed. Mm -hmm. This is you, all right? When faced with a mountain, I will not quit. I will keep on striving until I climb over, find a pass through, tunnel underneath, or simply stay and turn the mountain into a gold mine <laughs> with God's helping hand. Roy, that's what you live with every day. <laughs> That's you. Yeah, that is kind of <laughs> that is kind of me. <laughs> kind of. I love that. All right. <clears throat> You're a bulldozer going through a field of marshmallows. But some of those people, Bill, you know, are, are very offensive, etc. Bull in a child shop. You do do that in a very kind, loving, comforting way. So it's like an oxymoron. How do you do it? <laughs> Balance is key. <clears throat> Excuse me. Balance is key and focus. Um, and I feel good about what I'm doing. I feel happy about what I'm doing. I think this is, um, it's fun what I'm doing. Uh, um, building a village, um, helping and serving. It was the way that I was uh, raised and brought up. And so this just feels natural to me. All right. Zig Ziglar greatest motivational speaker of our lifetime he used to say that anything the mind can conceive mm -hmm. and believe it can achieve and it's got to be in that order anything the mind can conceive mm -hmm. and believe mm -hmm. it can achieve yes you do that every day every day every day when I think of something and I want to do something I know and it's in my mind and I have a vision just like I did about the village I just did the work to go towards it you know, and I believed it could happen. And one of the reasons why is because I believe that I deserve to live in a beautiful neighborhood. I believe that the children should be safe. I believe that we should be safe. I believe that we should have beautiful things like other neighborhoods have and just take it into action and just stay on it. And that's the thing. And it's the focus no matter what, because there's always these things that happen with like even like with my boys. I never would ever think that I would lose uh, uh, two of my children. And so those are things that I've had to work through, work over, just like in this poem, or simply stay and turn the mountain into a, a gold mine. I mean, I was there in Highland Park on that block. My children died on, the, I mean, you know, died on those streets, literally. And uh, it's still a place that um, needs uh, love. And also, I do it in memory of them as well. So I have the park after Jacoby, and I have Invincible Gardens after Chinyelu, which Chinyelu means invincible. And so I still have that energy to go. I still have, even though I don't have four, the four children uh, physically anymore, I still have them spiritually. Chinyelu, the two boys, are protectors. And they help me to manifest 
things. They're actually like ambassadors in the heavens. And so I'm still connected. And so it's a good thing. So, so that's what helps me to get over um, uh, those days. And I would tell some parents who lost their children, I would tell them the same thing. Stay connected. They're still around. All right, you've been honored many times. You've been on the Ellen Show, you know, on and on. So you go to New York, you know, TV cameras. When you have these unbelievable experiences and you put your head on the pillow that night, what do you think? Unbelievable experiences like awards and all of that kind of stuff. And being honored by Ellen. It's just so funny uh, because we were just talking about that. Today, we were just talking about that. And I was like... I love it. I think that it is so beautiful, but and, 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 and I'm honored and everything, but it's just part of my work. And I always think about, wow, it's still like stuff to do. You know, it's still a way to go in the journey. I'm still building. But those are things that encourage me and let me know that I'm going in the right direction. And sometimes I'm like, wow, okay, that was kind of cool, you know, receiving that award. You know, so a lot of times it's it feels kind of uh, regular to me. And sometimes I don't like, woo, like that. But then I sometimes, I, I think I have like a delayed reaction when it comes to stuff like that. Then I was like, woo, that was a big deal. Like I just got an award um, on Monday. The Let Freedom Ring Award, um, and with Jesse Jackson and um, the Rainbow Coalition on Martin Luther King Day, and so I talked about how I got the email for that call uh, for that um, award, and I just had to look twice. I was like, "This is this award?" Like, and then I just Googled it. Who got the award? Before I was like, "Really? They're actually asking for you know wanting to give me the award?" And so I just thought that was just so cool. But that's how I received it you know and so later on now i'm sitting up here seriously because it was only a couple of days ago i'm like okay that right there was kind of a big deal and everything because i'm seeing stuff roll out about it you know on the news and everything but i was like wow this is um just basically indicative of the work that we've put in and um these are some of the the beautiful accolades that you receive all right there's youtubes of you all over Mm-hmm. You know, when you were on the Ellen Show and the Steve Harvey and all that stuff. Every time, you, phenomenally vibrant colors that you wear. I, I wonder what her closet Roy looks like, okay? <laughs> all right, it's the rainbow. Um, you love vibrant colors. How you've painted Avalon Village. Yeah. Why are you so focused on vibrant colors? Well, one thing about uh, transforming blight to beauty, and that is what we do in uh, Highland Park and with this project, is that a lot of things seem so dead and drab, and beauty is healing, and colors are healing, and uh, beautiful landscaping and flowers are healing, and houses that have murals are healing. And I'm thinking that that's what the neighborhood needs to help get that uh, heart back pumping again. You know, they need to look at something. When people walk down the block, they remember how it used to be because it was a lot of crime and it was killings and it was all of that kind of stuff on the block. They can't believe how it looks now. They was like, oh, my God. But they always say when they driving down Woodward, either uh, uh, south or north, they look over and then they just like, wow, what is that over there? And some people just turn down that way when they see the colors. But I just think that colors, artwork, uh, beauty, I think that all of that is healing. And that was my aim to just basically make it as vibrant as possible. Avalon Village, I think, is four blocks south of the Davison, right off of Woodward. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to learn more, www.theavalonvillage.org. All right, another bulldozer going through a field of mushrooms is our own 
Mitch album. Um, I actually met you at the telethon, his radiothon, you know, in December when yes. he was raising, he and Rosie and the team, $1.866 million. Yeah. Uh, talk about Mitch album. So, you know what? <clears throat> I love Mitch. I love uh, what he's doing. And I love how uh, they included the Avalon Village in the pot, you know, and was able to fund us for actually, I think maybe like three years um, now, we've been able to receive um, grants from them to be able to help to uh, build the homework house. So all of that has went, I mean, it's just wonderful building materials, um, culinary stuff, a refrigerator. That's what we use some of the funds uh, for. And I think that what he does is a beautiful thing because he's helping people help people. And that's one of the beautiful things that I like about um, Mitch. And I really appreciate that. He included us. As our time winds down together this evening, would you lead us in a closing prayer? Oh, I will. Okay. Heavenly Creator, thank you for this opportunity to come on this show and to talk about something that I'm very passionate about. May it be built up and may everyone in this room have all of their passions be built up and supported in every way possible so that it can benefit humanity, their families, and everyone and their community. And also, we're wishing great health and prosperity to everyone in this room and togetherness. Thank you. I and Heavenly you. Father, thank you for Mama Shu Harris. <laughs> and uh, keep looking out after her and her entire team. And Highland Park. Thank you. Please join us next Saturday. Until then, I'm Jack Crisula. Thanks for listening and make it a great week because with God, anything is possible. Spawn. Believe.